This is the Allie Beth Allman Real Estate Mental Performance Podcast, helping you increase your influence and impact by investing into becoming the best version of yourself. It's a great day to be with Team Allie Beth. Let's join Keith, Aaron, and Brian with today's episode. Hey, how's it going? Brian Kane with Aaron Young Garrett here with the Team Allie Beth Allman Real Estate Mental Performance Podcast and super excited to kickstart a six-part series where Aaron and I, and maybe Keith if he decides to show up when you're watching this, Keith, is break down the book, The Power of Moments, by Chip and Dan Heath. Now, this was a book that Aaron was raving about and recommended, and it's um, maybe the third or fourth person who, re- who recommended this. I think maybe the first guy that recommended it um, Mike Neighbors, the women's basketball coach at the University of Arkansas, who was a national championship winning women's basketball coach at the University of Washington before coming to Arkansas. He recommended it. You recommended it. And I bought it. And now we're going through it. So in this episode, we're going to break down, if you want to follow along as a listener, we're going to break down chapters one and two. And then on our next episode, we're going to break down three and four. And we're going to kind of go through it. Uh, over a five-part series where we break down those chapters. So, Aaron, as we talk about the power of moments, you know, chapter one is defining moments, and chapter two is thinking in moments. What were some of the big takeaways, I think, that that stuck out to you that you feel like might be able to be utilized in uh, real estate by our agents that are going to be listening to this podcast? Well, you know, in that first part where he talks about you know, the components of what is a memorable moment. And he breaks it down into the word epic, elevation, pride, insight, and connection. And it's, you know, it really is about creating those scenarios. And um, for real estate, when you're with a client, you know, it does become a bit routine of, you know, going in a car, get out, go in the house, go look around, you know, come back out, get back in your car and drive to the next one. And, you know, a lot of times age, I mean, a lot of times the client starts, they start blending houses with each other and they can't, you know, they can't differentiate what they saw at the end of the day. So, you know, we have all these limitations on, you know, try not to show more than six houses at a time or stuff like that. But so this, that in particular, in that first chapter of, of defining moments and, you know, what creates a moment, um, you know, and that's what I started applying and looking at with real estate was uh, when you're doing these things, you know, how are you making each house memorable so that they don't blend it together at the end of the day? Yeah, I love that. I love that acronym EPIC, right? And I think as, mm-hmm. as we go through this book series together, obviously, we're only four chapters in, we're going to, you know, or, or today we're doing chapters one and two, and next week we'll do chapters three and four. Um, and as we break this down, you know, the, the, the book is going to talk about how do you create defining moments for yourself, for your customers, you know, for, for your clients as a real estate agent. And the acronym that you mentioned, EPIC, I think is, is the first piece for people to realize that, that defining moments have, and this is Aaron where I'm going to need your help, is it all four of these or one of these that's elevation where it breaks the norm of every day, right? And we think about elevation, something that breaks the norm as like a time where you take out your your camera and take a picture. Maybe you're walking through a house looking at it and you see a fireplace and a mantle and you're like, whoa, that's awesome. I might not buy this house because it doesn't have the number of bedrooms I want, but I want that mantle and that fireplace if I'm building something. Boom, they take a picture, right? So like there's like that elevation or maybe it's the yard or it's the outdoor barbecue or it's the home gym or the home office, whatever the person is that they're looking for. So the elevation is something that's different than the everyday moment. 
the insight is something that you get from like learning, learning about yourself or learning about an understanding of something in the world. Pride is, is a moment that captures us at our best. And then the connection is something that, that brings us together social, something like a wedding, uh, a graduation, a baptism, something like that. So typically those moments that stick out to us the most in our life have components of epic, elevation, pride, insight, or connection. Do you know, Aaron, do they need all four? Or is it just one of them? For, for defining moments, it's all four. Now, when as you and I know, as you break down the book, there's components to each and it's parts of the components for each of them. But for defining moments, it's my understanding that you, you need all four. Yeah, it's interesting. If we... Yeah, so if we look at page 14, I started this here. On page 14, it says, defining moments often spark positive emotion. And anytime I've bought a house, when I walk into the house, I know immediately I'm gonna buy this house. Like I don't have to be there typically for more than 15 minutes. Like I walk in and go, yep, this is what I want. And there's an emotional pull because I think I, I see myself in the house having the life that I wanna have at that moment, right? Um, and then the last paragraph there actually on page 14, I'm glad we're talking about this. The last paragraph there on page 14, it says defining moments possess at least one of the four elements, but they, oh. they need not have all four. So I thought they needed all okay. four. I thought they need all four too. Yeah, but it looks like they need the one. So, you know, the one might be you walk into the house and, and you see yourself with the connection, the place where you can have your family around the, the Thanksgiving table or the tree or the outside barbecue area, if you're going to connect and have people. And and Brian, it's usually something like that. Like you can see the, you know, the holiday gathering, the Thanksgiving day table, mm. with the, you know, the room for the dining room table, you mm. know, it's that just what you're saying. Yeah. And I think and if you look at like pride, right. It, for, for, I know when I've looked at houses and I've started looking again is like that moment of capturing us at our best. Like for me, I want to walk into a house that has an office where I'm like, yeah, I want major league baseball players coming in here and going, damn, this is legit. You know, like I want to have that moment of pride that when people come to the house for coaching, that they come in there and they go, wow, this is elite, you know, like I must be working with the best. So I think when you look at you look at those moments, whether it's the, the piece around connection with family or friends or it's a pride of if it's a workplace um, or even if it's like insight of of maybe people walk in and they go, wow, I could do this here. So they see the insight into what it is that they could do in that house, right? Of an understanding of what I might be able to do or maybe what's capable of. Um, and I think they get excited about, about that. So I think when you're, when you're selling real estate, how can you intentionally focus on Epic? How well, does that it, make, go ahead. Well, as you speak, that makes me wonder, I, I want to go back and look and think like, do people, you know, when, when a house is decorated for the holidays, Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas or, um, you know, or Halloween or, you know, the different holidays do people, because it does create an emotion when you see, you know, great Halloween decorations, you know, which is very popular here in Dallas, they, you know, people start thinking like, oh, I can have a great Halloween party here. Or if you've got a, a pool and set up sort of what would look like a great pool party, hmm. I'm wondering, you know, if that does, I need to look at the statistics to see how much that affects, you know, people's buying power. Well, then I, so, so there's that element to it. And then there's also, yeah. the element, if you go to page 16, right, there's the element, and we're going through, I'm going through the hardcover book. So I think yours may be the same, but it's page 16. It's yeah. the last page of chapter one. 
and it lists it lists elevation insight pride and connection and i wrote down next to it like how can i as a real estate agent assure that all four of these are happening so the ele- the elevation like you know that it says um there's there's something that you you kind of like take that reminds you so maybe maybe that you, you as an agent you get a photocopy of the of the first of the, of the contract page or or you get a photograph like when when people are moving you find out when they're moving in and you then you hire a professional photographer to go and like take pictures of the house and you give them a book of something of them moving in right mm-hmm. or there's like the recognition the pride like maybe you show up and the, the people show up to move in and you as the agent are there with a bottle of champagne and there's a red ribbon on the front door that the people come up and cut and maybe that's the picture that they get right just creating something around making it like a memorable moment because they talk about in here uh the peak in the end right and they say psychologists um this is on page page eight uh it says the the people remember the best or the worst moment known as the peak and the ending says psychologists call it the peak end rule and I know, I know often when I've been shown property by real estate agents, they always take me to the best house last, right? Which is probably part of the end rule of the day. Right. Uh, the peak end, peak end with the, you know, together. But how is the agent, like, how do you, how do you, how do you put the bow on the entire transaction and process so that when it's done, the, 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 the client can look back and say, I could not imagine buying real estate or selling real estate with anyone other than that person because of how smooth they made the transaction. When in reality, there might've just been a peak and there might've been a great ending that they did. That's so true. And it's, I, I don't remember what page it was, but they talked about making the ordinary extraordinary. Mm. And, you know, as I sit here and talk to you, what a great moment if you, did just i mean it's very inexpensive to go have a big red bow made and put it on the front door and but what you know what difference would they'll always talk about it you know mm-hmm. and remember that yeah and they say and it says here it says all, all it takes to make the ordinary extraordinary is a bit of insight and forethought mm-hmm. and if you think about as a real estate agent like to, one of my mentor ken revisa said to me he said brian you want to know how you did a good job as a coach? I said, how's that coach? How, how do I know, Ken? He goes, did they ask you back? Did they book another session? That's how you know. You know, and I think as a real estate agent, you can look at your at your portfolio and go, how many repeat customers do I have? Mm-hmm. If you don't have a lot of repeat customers, you can benefit a lot by creating more defining moments for the customers that you do have, because I think that's what's going to turn them into repeat customers. Absolutely. You, you think about that. I, I completely agree. That's, and that's really, you know, the, the secret to the business is re- repeat customers and referrals. Mm. It, it cuts down on so much of the uh, work mm. if that's what you're doing. Yeah. I didn't even think about the referral piece, but yeah. I mean, if you're creating those moments for people, think about the, think about the referrals that come. Like think about if you did the red ribbon ceremony and then you got that picture, like cool frame, put it somewhere. And I hung and I hung it up in my house. Yeah, you know, or maybe you maybe you said maybe you said instead of the red 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 ribbon cutting because you know I think about my wife and she might go, well, I don't want to I don't want a picture of me and my sweats moving in. You know, maybe it'd be like, okay, well, how about how about after a week after you get in the house or a month after you get in the house, I'm going to contact you as a real estate agent and say, hey. I want to send over a professional photographer to take your first family photo somewhere at your favorite place in the house. 
the professional photographer comes in, takes the picture, then you, then the agent gives you the framed uh, picture and you put it up in your house. Well, mm-hmm. then every, all of your friends and family who come into that house, which would be moving into that area where that real estate agent works, right, would potentially go, oh, wow, that's a great photo. Who did that? And then they tell the story and then they give you the contact information of the agent. It's like the best marketing you can get. It's fantastic. This is getting me excited. Let's talk about chapter two, thinking in moments. Um, and, you know, and I love that they talked about like your first day on the job. And if you remember what your first day on the job was, most people, they're given a three ring binder that says, here's our corporate policies. Here's our sexual harassment policy. Here's your desk. Thank you. Welcome. And you're supposed to figure out what you're doing. Right. And then they talked about like what John Deere decided that they were going to do. Uh, as a first day and first the first day on the job was like a celebration like they put up a banner at your cubicle and everyone would come over and introduce themselves and like the CEO would take you to lunch and it was like you didn't really do any work on your first day other than just get comfortable and, and get to meet people and realize wow this is a really cool place to work that values me and I think for our, our agents and our teams that we have with Team Allie Beth and for anybody listening to this what is your onboarding process for your new team members on your first day and do you celebrate that and then do you celebrate their hundredth day and their first year and their hundredth client that they bring in like what are you doing to make those defining moments intentionally sprinkled throughout their day what are some suggestions you have aaron for you know the the real estate agent teams we have within allie beth to maybe make that first day or like the milestones of someone's career even that much more defining you know and 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 residential real estate or in real estate, it's so it's such an individual business that you know not everybody comes into the office and things like that. But it's so true if you can create a memory for the milestones. You know, we um, over the past year, I, I for people for their first deal, I've tried to you know get them out to lunch or dinner or happy hour or something for their anniversary. We try and do something to celebrate, but. I mean, when, after hearing what, you know, um, John Deere does, it's, you know, that, I mean, wouldn't you want to go into work every day when your very first day they, you know, had a party for you? Yeah. Yeah. And then the people who are retiring are like, Hey, can I quit and rejoin? So I get to go back through day one again. Right. So memorable and so exciting, you know? Um, then on the backside, right. Not just in the, in the first day, but on the backside, the retirement piece, right? Like they talked mm-hmm. about having a ritual of transition, you know, and a ritual of transition going from like one phase of life where I was doing this job into another, or maybe moving from, um, you know, being an, an active agent to a manager or something that there's kind of like that ritual of transition to help people close one chapter over their life and, and, and move on to the next. I thought that was pretty interesting. How could we take that and sort of use that you think as agents for, creating that ritual of transition of, of our clients who are moving into a new house or selling a house. Cause that's a major transition. Well, and a lot of times that's, you know, the, the reason why they're moving is because of a major transition in their life. It's, you know, a marriage um, having kids, a job change, or, you know, it's the other side where it's a divorce, a separation, a death, you know, one of those things. And so it's, you know, that's, that was something that I was thinking about was, you know, doing something to move people forward. It's, I know a lot of people, you know, help get their, uh, their clients out and about and involved in the community. So I know one agent that uh, does a, during the summer just does a popsicle truck and has for the block and has, you know, the popsicle truck there, her sign and invites all the neighbors to come out for an hour and get a free popsicle. 
you know, another person does have, there's a coffee truck that they do and they do a morning coffee mm. on a, I think on a Saturday or Sunday morning. And just to, you know, from eight to nine invites the block to come out and meet their neighbor. Mm. And I think those are, you know, little things, but they, you know, it's an interaction and a great way for clients to, you know, it's, it's a great marketing piece for the agents, but at the same time, what it does for that person is invaluable. Yeah, for sure. And, and the, the, the part in the book on page 37, where they talk about the missed moments, right? The missed moments. Right. And they talk about the, the banking industry, you know, and uh, the place that holds most of your finances. And do they ever, do they ever, you know, recognize you or send you a gift for, for, you know, <laughs> having all of your money tied up there? Like, I just thought it was interesting as, as you read this, you start thinking about the milestones, the transitions, the pits, right? Like I think mm -hmm. about some of the difficult times I've had in my life um, and some of the things I remember most were like the people that reached out, right? So like at my mom's funeral, one of my high school fo football teammates showed up. Um, you know, when you find out that like, uh, you, when you have difficult things happen, like the person just doesn't even call, they just drive over to the house, but I came in, you doing okay? Right? Yeah. Things like that, like those pits where you're in a difficult place and somebody who you least expect shows up and doesn't even really say anything, but just shows up to provide support. Like that's, that's a defining moment. And I think when you read the book, you start thinking in moments, which ironically is the title of chapter two. And you start thinking in moments and how is it that we can create these and provide these for our, for our customers. So uh, super excited about chapter one and chapter two, where we're talking about the, the what are defining moments, epic, and then starting to think in moments of like transitions, milestones, and you know some of those pits. Any final reflections, Aaron, on chapters one and two as we bring this podcast to a close? You know, it's I mean, this definitely sets the basis for what's to what's to come. And like you said, I mean, these it's not a book to skip through because. It, you know, each chapter seems to be playing off the next and this very much, it makes you start looking at, you know, different moments and ways to capitalize on them, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for someone you love uh, or for a client, you know, but you start thinking about like, how can I better, how can I make something ordinary, extraordinary? Mm. And it's all in your control. Yeah. If you just start thinking, thinking, and if you first understand what makes a moment, and then you start thinking in moments, you definitely can make those moments of ordinary, extraordinary. And thanks for giving me the first, thanks for giving me the title of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, next time, Aaron, we join here, we are going to be talking about chapters three and four for anybody that wants to pick us up next week. Chapter three and four, we're talking about elevation, building peaks, and breaking the script. Looking forward to catching you next week. Thanks for being here.